Welcome to the Spark a Dream podcast, where we'll spark your interest in all things Disney, travel, and a little bit of everything in between. Listen as the stories come alive. Now, onto the show with your hosts. Hello and welcome back to the Sparker Dream Podcast. This is uh, episode three for Thursday, August 16th, 2018. My name is Lauren and joining me in today's episode, as always, are the Mickey and Minnie to my goofy, Bill and Liz Winner. What's going on, guys? Hello. Hi there. And we have a couple of special guests joining us uh, on the podcast today. Uh, Emily and Noah, all the way from Washington, Pennsylvania. What's going on, guys? Hi, Hi, thanks for having us. How's it going? Oh, you're more than welcome. Uh, So this week, we are going to be talking about uh, fall in the Disney parks. And it's one of my favorite seasons. It's my wife's favorite season. My birthday happens to fall in October. So in today's episode, uh, we're going to talk about all things fall in both Disneyland and Disney World. Uh, Bill, do you want to go ahead and jump in to... uh, uh, how we're going to start our, our, our list here for this evening? Well, I just want to start by saying, okay, we're Mickey and Minnie. Let's go with Emily and Noah being Donald and Daisy. Perfect. Oh, that's okay. Oh, Noah oh, looks like a Donald right there. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Who gets stuck with all the bad luck? No one but Donald Duck. We're going to talk a lot about the fall here and everything going on. To start, we're going to talk a little bit about the wonderful Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. I know. Mm. I know. That's like we like to talk about food, Lauren, and somehow we keep coming back to every conversation. You think an hour and a half last week would be enough, but it's not. <laughs> it's never enough. Um, get ready for your second round of meat sweats. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, it is the 23rd year for the international food and wine festival it starts on august 30th yes i know this month and it goes through november 12th i know 75 days wow and wine and, and beer. beer and happiness okay now let's jump in then and talk about what is unique about this time of year with the food and wine festival what makes it different at epcot so we actually visited the food and wine festival on our honeymoon and it was our first time going to the Food and Wine Festival, and what we really liked about it was we saved up all of our snack credits and just ate and drank around the world all day and didn't have any any dining reservations, no quick service meals. We literally just spent our whole day eating around the world, and it was awesome because um, you're able to get just a little bit of everything, and you're able to try stuff that you wouldn't normally try. like. I don't necessarily know that I would order the things that we got as a full meal in places, but it was so nice to be able to like try stuff that you're like, Oh, I've always wanted to try that. And it's just one snack credit. So it's like, of course I'll take that. Yeah. Escargo is one of those things that I have at food and wine. Cause uh, the first time I was like, four thirty nine. Uh, all right. I'll spend the $4. And I was really surprised. I just taste bread and butter and garlic. And that's about it. For the, the listeners who might not even know what the International Food and Wine Festival is, it happens every fall. Like Bill said, it's in the 23rd year this year. 
just seems to get longer and longer because it's so popular. Um, you don't need a special ticket for Food and Wine Festival. It's already included in your admission to the Epcot Park. And um, basically, they set up food stands all around the World Showcase, um, in addition to all of the different ethnic foods that you would normally get in the different um, pavilions, the different countries. So you're going to experience things like Ireland, Africa, you know, like countries beyond what you're going to normally get in the World Showcase. So um, it showcases just a lot more cultures and also you'll, you'll experience some even like American, um, like local Florida craft beers. And they have, I think, a Florida stand and a Hawaii stand. Um, so just all kinds of food and beverages. I mean, what the name implies is truly what it is. It's a food and wine festival. But I do get a lot of clients who uh, plan their vacations with me and then ask, is this included in my ticket cost? And it sure is. There's also some special food demos. They often have celebrity chefs show up and record shows or just do food demos where they're cooking. And so you can um, schedule that into your itinerary and then they also have started something called Eat to the Beat series, and it's um, some famous singers that, that perform typically three shows throughout the day. So all kinds of fun, good stuff going on in the fall there. And just looking through the menu real quick, I can find plenty of stuff I would love to eat. Loaded mac and cheese with pepper bacon, cheddar cheese, pepper, and green onions. That's how the Active Eat stand. Over in Africa, there is a beef tenderloin, tips with onions, jalapenos, and tomatoes. They need to have a Wakanda stand. Wakanda. <laughs> Let's see. Australia. Grilled sweet and spicy bush berry shrimp, or pineapple, pepper, onion, and snap peas. So there's a lot of choices there. I can keep going down forever and ever, but I mean, we literally, if I even printed this out, this would be like 10 pages of food and drinks going on here. We do have a resident chef in house tonight joining us. Noah, do you happen to have a favorite food that pops out at you from, from your experience at Food and Wine? I would have to say um, being, being from the Pittsburgh area and having a lot of Polish background here in Pennsylvania, Emily and I really enjoyed when we went to Poland. She is um, very fond of pierogies and kielbasa. So they actually had both. It was there that she had the uh, frozen apple pie drink. That was one of her favorites there, um, alcoholic beverage. So I would say that, but I mean, I really can say truthfully, there was nothing that, I, that I'd eaten that was terrible or I would not do it again. And, and like Emily said, was saying earlier about it's the, um, the food, like using the credits um, wisely, because you know, a lot of people will just buy, you know, random things and that aren't that expensive or whatever it may be to, uh, you know, as their snack credits, but having a little taste of something different. And um, it, it definitely puts a whole different um, experience into the, the whole Epcot scene. Now, one thing you want to be careful, Lauren, is whenever you talk about food, Noah, he will crush your favorite food. <laughs> you gotta I be careful what you what you say in front of him because he's destroyed what Earl sandwich for me. Uh, <laughs> Chef Art Smith hey, coming. I loved the holiday sandwich. That was I the one time. This is why I don't differ from my go tos. So one time I try something new, it doesn't like me. 
<laughs> but the right. one that you say you don't like is one of my favorite. I know. You crush right. my you crush my dreams and make me cry. And now every time we go back to Earl of Sandwich, I'm gonna be like Bill, remember when as he's eating that sandwich. <laughs> Please don't destroy my sandwich. <laughs> All right, back to the food. No, one. I, I I do like the pierogies. Pierogies. Uh, those are really delicious. The thing about food and wine that I think is um, why it's such a big draw is they always add something new to it. I mean, they're, they're adding new booths every year. Uh, there's new food offerings, and it's just grown and grown and grown over the 23 years that it's been there that they always add something new, and it's always something that I happen to enjoy. So um, let, me, let me talk to you a little bit about the new the three new food items coming to uh, food and wine. Uh, one is called the New Brunswick Slider. And so this is a slow braised brief brisket, beef brisket, pot roast style with horseradish cream, fried onions on a potato roll. Looks pretty delicious. Uh, the charred chimichurri skirt steak with smoked corn cake. I think they've had there before in Australia, like 2015-ish. That's probably the last time I did food and wine, but... Um, and then the uh, butternut squash ravioli with brown butter, vinaigrette, Parmesan cheese, and uh, pumpkin spice. That sounds delicious. wrong with pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice, everything. It is the fall. It is the fall. So it fits. I already feel like I need um, stretchy pants on. You're wearing stretchy pants. <laughs> <I know. laughs> you need stretchier. <laughs> Next size up. <laughs> Liz was hitting on a couple of things that I was I was going to key in on because I did have an opportunity to do this uh, back in 2012 with some of the uh, celebrity chef demonstrations and demos. Uh, and they usually have like the Chew there doing an episode, RIP the Chew. Uh, so that's not going to be there this week or this time. But uh, the celebrity demos are super cool because the food is always delicious. So delicious. But I also saw on here, um, we were you were talking. Lauren was talking about the escargot that they have a, um, I guess it's a croissant that's actually stuffed with escargot, and it has a garlic. It looks like almost like a garlic and parsley um, sauce on top of it. So it looks pretty interesting, actually. Um, that that's one of those things that. You know, you go to a restaurant, you're not sure you want to order a meal, uh, including those strange items. But, um, you know, as we said, that they're more bite-sized, just a couple bites, and and you try something new. So that's definitely something I would get my hands on if I was there. Oh, yeah. A lot of people don't don't realize that food and wine, the, the, the wine part of, of food and wine, is they also have, like um, – food and wine pairings that you can do and they also have like uh, the classes that you could take for beer wine spirits uh, just learning more about mixology and things like that um, I'm a wannabe bartender myself <laughs> only on the weekends uh, so like learning how how certain drinks are made and what goes into flavoring drinks and 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 how bitters and all these other things that you put into a drink affect not only how the sense of smell affects the flavor uh, in a drink is, is something that's really cool too. 
I have a client who goes back almost every year for food and wine, and one of his favorites is the tequila tasting paired with different courses. So it's a full meal, tequila, you get up full and quite uh, drunk. So yeah, food and wine to the umpteenth degree right there. I do want to mention um, two things that are just kind of like fun little tips. The first one is, um, if you're looking to enjoy Food and Wine Festival without tons of crowds, I would say avoid when they have the wine and dine half marathon going on, which is in November. And also avoid the weekends if possible, because that's when locals go on top of all of the non-local guests. Um, And then another tip too is, if you think you're going to enjoy a few beverages and want to make sure that you're not regretting um, when you see your dwindling bank account later, you can, when you first get there, go to a stand and preload money onto a card. And then it's like this little wrist, you know, this little like loopy wristband things you can wear on your wrist. And yeah, and they, they scan them instead of a credit card once you're done. You can choose to be done or if you really not or not remembering what you're doing of course you'll go and reload it again and again but i just think that's a good idea if you're trying to control your spending a little bit too just to just go ahead and preload as soon as you get there oh that's good i thought you were going to say that uh if you get a little inebriated you can rent a minivan and take you back to your <laughs> I mean, there's that too <laughs> you can prearrange that as well so a lot of people go down to Food & Wine for their uh, their favorite uh, musical artists for the E to the B concert series. I know I try to plan my trips to go around Boys to Men when they're going to be there or Big Bad Voodoo Daddy when they're there. Uh, do you guys have a favorite uh, band or, or artist that you guys like to see? I know Sugar Ray is a fan favorite. Um, a lot of the artists that they have are kind of well, not a lot. I'd say all are pretty old school, so I wouldn't say I have a favorite, per se. We have not seen any of the Eat to Beat, Eat to the Beat concerts, but I'm looking at the 2018 lineup, and there's some good ones on here. Vertical Horizon, The Plain White Tees, Sugar Ray, Everclear. Oh. You know, like your standard 90s music. I'd be down for yeah. it. Hanson. Whoa. I'm waiting for the Spice Girls to go to Eat to the Beat. That's when I'll show up. Gotta get back together first. They're gonna do it. Whoa, really? 98 degrees. New. It says new. (laughs) Really big. I wonder if they're gonna do their song from Mulan. What was it? Oh, true to your heart. It must be true to your heart. (laughs) <laughs> they need to do that. I bet they do. <laughs> or they're going to go a little more new school, but who knows? Oh, the um, what I liked it was it was, I would say halfway, I guess, around the world. Um, they had the Chase Lounge. If you are a Chase card holder, um, the I think you they offer you a free alcoholic beverage. And there are some nice uh, comfy couches in there that you could probably just, you know, hang out, take a little nap and some charging stations for your phone. It's air conditioned. Um, So it was a nice little, you know, treat to just kind of go in there and relax for a little while and gather your thoughts on uh, where you're going to make your next move. You could pass out, regroup. (laughs) A.K.A. sober up. 
the multi-purpose room. <laughs> Except they do give you a free alcoholic beverage. So really you think you're going to go in there and just hang out and relax. And then they're like, here, have wine. Do you want a beer? How about this? And it's like, whoa. Sounds like our trip to Jamaica. <laughs> Yaman. Yaman. Uh, so the last thing that I want to mention about food and wine is if you have not done it before, uh, one of the, I mean, it is kind of a, a pricier thing and it's one of the things that I rarely do uh, and by rarely I mean one time ever in my life and I probably will never again as long as I have children who come with me to Disney because it is it's like 200 plus dollars but anyway it is something called the party for the senses and it's a separate ticketed event it's a uh, ranchers from 200 to 350 I believe um, but you get to go into a uh, exclusive area of Epcot and they have like uh, celebrity chefs uh, doing demos and things like that you get to try everything uh, they have food carts that are out that go by and you take as much as you want and they have drink carts and you drink as much as you want and it was just a really cool VIP type experience that uh, I, I believe is worth the money uh, because you get to have your uh, these have these like place placeholders. You have your like personalized kind of like uh, menu thing. Um, I just thought it was really cool. It's a lot of entertainment. That's, that's something I would like to do. It's just the price point on it that makes it rough. It'd have to be one of those things we did like without kids. <laughs> yeah, because like it's a celebrity. The celebrity chefs are out there, but then it's like entertainment. It's like a giant party, pretty much. It's like, so they opened up the Edison at Disney Springs, which is really cool. But the original Edison in LA has a, like, has a dress code and everything. Um, you kind of want to dress up like that for that night. All right. Then we're going to move on to our next topic, and it's going to get scary now. Two ways. Um, one is because this is starting tomorrow, and two because it is about Halloween. Mickey's not so scary Halloween parties start tomorrow, August seventeenth. I feel like it's getting earlier and earlier every year. <laughs> yeah, August seventeenth for Halloween. Cause. I mean, not that I, I love fall and it, the the whole fall season, but it's still hot out during the Mickey's not so scary. That's not fun. Oh, it's hot even in October when they're still going on. Humid. Humid's a key word. Humid. But let's explain to our listeners who now might not know what Mickey's not so scary Halloween party is, exactly what that entails. So basically, the Magic Kingdom closes its doors to anybody that does not have the special event ticket on select nights from August through actually the very beginning of November. Um, and they open it back up for only, like I said, the special um, event ticket holders from 7 p.m. until midnight. And mainly, almost all of the attractions stay open. You're going to experience shorter wait times than normal, like than, than during the normal park hours, because instead of a park that can be at 100,000 capacity, you're looking at 30 to 40,000, so that's less than half of what you, you could typically see at the Magic Kingdom. 
Um, besides the attractions remaining open for the most part, you're, you're also going to have uh, special dance parties over in Tomorrowland, a special stage show by the castle. Um, and you're going to see Hallow Wishes, which is the special fireworks display you'll only see on party nights, and the Halloween Parade. And of course, trick-or-treating down Main Street is something you can't miss. You're going to see adults and kids alike all dressed in Halloween costumes, and it's just fun for all. I love the Halloween party. And it's crazy because we got four days this month of the Halloween party. September, there, September there's 12 days. October has 18 days of the Halloween party. 18 out of 31 days at Magic Kingdom, there is a Halloween party. Wow, is that a lot more days? We love the Halloween party, mostly because we love Halloween. And I have to disagree, it is never too early for Halloween. I'd have Halloween all year round, but it's up to me. Likewise. Focus, focus. Yes. So when you guys have gone to the party before, have you dressed up in costume? We did not dress up. I had like a special Mickey shirt. Mickey was like a skeleton and he glue like glow I can't say that word. It was glow in the dark. Um no I don't think wore anything special because he's no fun at all. But there was so many people dressed up. And everyone had awesome costumes. Like, people get so creative. I think my all-time favorite was, it looked like these girls were on, like, a, a girl's trip to Walt Disney World. Uh -huh. And they were walking around dressed up as the women from A League of a league of Their Own. Oh, you know, and, like, good. the baseball. As the peaches. As the peaches. They were so <laughs> cute. And you couldn't miss them. They were all over the park. It's a big group of them. But yeah, I have clients all the time ask me, you know, about costumes and I say dress up with the kids because people kind of look at you weird when you try to do that at home, but you can do that. Anything goes to Magic Kingdom <laughs> on those nights. So I think that's definitely something fun. You'll see families dressed up like everybody as the Incredibles or um, even our pediatrician. He's a huge um, Disney fan and, and one year he went down and they did the whole Mary Poppins thing. They had Mary Poppins, Bert, Penguin, I mean, the whole nine, so. Oh, that's very cool. I know. Uh, at Disneyland, they have Dis uh, Mickey's Halloween party, uh, and that doesn't start as early as Not So Scary. So Disneyland dates, uh, it starts September 19th and runs through October 31st um, on those dates, and it's about, about 14 days in total between uh, September and the end of October. For those and we went to i've been to a lots of uh i'm not gonna say lots <laughs> i've been to like four or five uh not so scary parties and i have dressed up for absolutely none of them <laughs> but uh this last year with my daughter we went to mickey's halloween party at disneyland and we did dress up i was han solo my wife was princess leia and riley was it was a uh, ewok <laughs> Who's <laughs> wicked the Ewok? And we're we're planning to go uh, to Mickey's Halloween party again this year as the characters of Disney's Moana. Ooh, nice! Nice. There you go. Oh, are you going to be Maui? Uh, I am. I will. If you haven't seen it already, I already have pictures up because we dressed up for her birthday this last weekend, and I, I will show you the pictures. But uh, awesome! All I thought about was keeping this hair silky and getting my hook back. <laughs> All right. So are the hours the same for the party at Disneyland as they are for the Magic Kingdom's party? 
Uh, hours are the same. Uh, you, typically, you can get early entrance at 4 p.m. and it runs through midnight. Uh, some of the parties early on run through 11. So they're like 6 through 11. Usually on the, because they have them during the weekdays. Uh, those are usually 6 to 11, but typically 7 to midnight on any weekend party. And the party date's in October. It's the same kind of details, though. You're going to find trick-or-treating, fireworks, parade, all that same good thing. stuff. Same thing. Find uh, trick-or-treating, party works, uh, or parades, and uh, dance parties. Uh, Hollow Wishes is uh, pretty much the same as Hollow Screams. Uh, in fact, I would say it's the exact same, except for... Um, you have Zero that flies around uh, Sleeping Beauty Castle. Uh, I will say, parade-wise, that Booty U is a better better parade than Disneyland's. I will say that. Booty U is probably... If I had to say one parade, Booty U is probably the best parade, aside from Christmas, That that's at uh, Magic Kingdom right now. Yeah, that is a good one. And the Haunted Mansion at both Disneyland and Walt Disney World is pretty awesome because it's even scarier than normal with the lighting and all of the special effects they do. And I'm not sure in land, is it the same as world where the cast members that work at the mansion actually have like the full out face paint and really look truly like dead? Zombies. <laughs> I, that's a good question. I don't really remember. You're on a mission this year then. We want, a, we want a full report when you get back this year. But we should also mention new this year, they are bringing in elements of Disney Pixar's Coco and honoring things like the Day of the Dead um, with the theming of that movie. So that's something new coming to the parks, for the, especially for the Halloween parties. And on to a little more about the Halloween party. My favorite topic, as normal. The, the new food's coming. Uh, look at food. Looking through all the new stuff coming out this year, uh, I'm looking at some pictures right now. Yes, I am drooling. The No So Poison Apple Cupcake. There is a Halloween cinnamon roll. There is pumpkin cheesecake at Main Street Bakery, which sounds amazing because I love pumpkin and I love cheesecake. And I love Main Street Bakery, man. Oh, yeah. Hades Nachos at Pecos Bills. Those look really good. So it just looks like some fiery nachos with buffalo chicken on them. There is a worm and dirt uh, at Pecos Bells. There's a, looks like only on party night only, there's treats at the Cider House. Looks oh. like you can get a nice warm pretzel, some apple cider. Cinnamon oh, so, donut holes. Yeah, cinnamon donut holes, warm caramel stuff. Pretzel to be exact. Oh. Zero's Waffle Sunday, which is a Sunday with uh, looks like the waffles on the side of it, which are the character Zero from Nightmare, not, Before, Nightmare Christmas. Before Christmas. Yeah. And let's see what else we got. In this Next. town we call home, everyone <laughs> here to the pumpkin song. And speaking of that one, Jack Skeleton's Cake Push-Up Pop. It literally looks like a push pop, but it has, instead of it being ice cream, it looks like it has all kind of frostings in it and stuff. Like a cake pop with Jack Skellington yeah. on top. Yeah. Madame Leota from the Haunted Mansion. It looks like she has her own dessert too. What is that? Here. It's a vanilla tart shell filled with toasted marshmallow pastry cream and topped with crispy pearls, chocolate, and a hard candy garnish that looks like Madame Leota. Ooh, that looks good. 
This one looks cool. The Hitchhiking Ghost Desert at Aloha Isle. It literally looks like one of the doom buggies from the Haunted Mansion. Yeah, it looks it looks really cool. Oh yeah. It's a cream cream puff. puff. And here's what's nice about a lot of these treats that we're talking about here. They're only available on party night. So unless you're unless you're at a party, you cannot get any of this stuff. So that's that's one thing you have to go to the party to get some of this stuff. Oogie Boogies, Jello. Let's get to the, to let's talk about my favorite thing. I know that's what you would get to. There's so many here. There's the candy corn milkshake. Yeah, candy corn ice cream is a big that had like a cult following last year. <laughs> let's talk about the one that I know Lauren really wants to talk about. Monsters yes. Smash Burger at Cosmic Rays. It is a uh, burger. It's a black bun burger with uh, monster cheese, tater tots, and sriracha aioli on it. Boom. Bacon. With, with bacon. Bacon. Oh, it has bacon. Oh, yeah, it does have a piece of bacon on it. It doesn't say in the description. It's a yet. cosmic raise. How good can that be? It's a frozen <laughs> beef patty. <laughs> All the other stuff on it makes it. <laughs> but it's when you spend the extra dollars, uh, that's, that's the Disney magic that's sprinkled in. It makes it taste phenomenal. It's like MSG. Keep it on. Makes you happy. I don't care how bad it is for you. So you are agreeing it's McDonald's quality. <laughs> A little bit better, me. Oh, don't get that. <laughs> um, they did have a partnership for a while. I mean, we will definitely be talking more about the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party in future episodes. We're not going to dive too crazy deep into it. We were looking at all the new food this morning, actually. Um, at the Halloween party. And the one that caught my eye was the Maleficent dessert, um, storybook treats. It's um, a lime soft serve in a black waffle cone topped with purple sugar and chocolate horns. And it's so cute. I just want to eat it up. I think I that literally burger go looks there. good too, though. Ooh. That burger that you guys were dissing on, I think it looks good. Not dissing on it. No, I'm the no. only one dissing Liz on it. Liz was dissing on it. <laughs> Me and Lauren were drooling over it. I'm all about that life. Yeah, Burger I mean, life. if I would go to a Halloween party, I'd probably have to try at least 70% of the stuff. So it'd be a long night of eating for me and very expensive night. <laughs> very expensive. <laughs> but it'd be totally worth it. All right, moving on. Uh, next thing up in the fall. Something I love to do. Not really. Uh, November 1st is the Disney Wine and Dine Half Marathon Weekend. Lauren looks so excited. <laughs> I'm one of those people when people when they say, hey, you want to come rum? I think, oh, rum, I'm, I'm all about it. And then they say, no, run. And I go, oh, nah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, whenever people say, hey, you want to come run? You're like, what from? <laughs> what are we running away from? <laughs> or two. What are we running to? Uh, uh, uh. Two. I, I'm, built, <laughs> I'm built for comfort. That's <laughs> that's it. I mean, honestly, me and Liz did do a marathon weekend. <laughs> we did the Tower of Terror. It was not a mar- It was not a marathon. It wasn't a marathon. What you really want to bring this up because I wasn't going to. You want to bring it up? I'll do it. I, okay. Uh, so we did. I the, just see one trophy hanging up in no, the no, back. No. One medal. <laughs> imagine that okay, I got a medal so, so here's the thing about that so the Tower of Terror 10 miler sounds fun okay so there's a reason it's not there anymore it was the the, the, the year we did it was the last year um, 
No, it was fun. But okay, so here's the deal. Bill said, do you want to try out a run Disney event sometime? And this was shortly after I had baby number two. And I was like, oh, mm, I don't know. Definitely not committed. And I was like, maybe down the road. Next thing you know, Bill's like calling me from work. Hey, I got my parents to say they'd watch the kids so you and I can get away. And I'm like, oh, where are we going? And he's like, oh, I signed us up for that 10 miler. <laughs> so I do all my research. I'm like, oh my gosh, I hear about like how they sweep you if you don't keep up a certain pace. What's the pace I have to beat? I'm not a runner. I'm not training for this. But I, I Bill knows I'm the type that I'm either all in or not at all. And so for this, I was like, okay, I'll go, but I have to finish and I will not be swept. I will not be on that bus. So we get there. I'm all, I mean, my stomach's in knots. I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> the atmosphere is so fun. The theming's awesome. I get the run Disney hype. I, I totally get it. Great. Running is just not my exercise of choice. So <laughs> we go to the expo, good times. We, you know, we're enjoying time together. We get to the starting line. Somehow we lied our way to a corral towards the front. <laughs> <laughs> like to, okay. help our to help our chances of actually not being swept. Might have lied on our uh, pace. On like your pace, what you pay. So <laughs> I find out you have to pace a 16, 16 minute mile. I'm like, that's no, doable. 16 minutes. Yeah, 16 minutes. Yeah, 16 minutes. I'm like, that's yeah. like, a, that's not, that's like a, a Dang. moderate walk. That's not tough. Next thing I know, they shoot off the fireworks. There goes Corral A. Shoot off the fireworks. There's B. Shoot off the fireworks. I think we were in C. Next thing you know, I look back and Bill's lagging already at the starting line. I'm like, I will see. Go like, on without me. I'll see you at the finish. I'll see you at the finish line. So you need to understand, like I'm a rule follower kind of, and they said, kind of, they don't want you to have music. They don't want you to have earphones at these races because there's so much going on and these races are so busy and it's a safety hazard. So me being the kind of rule follower I am, I leave my phone, my headphones, everything back locked up in the locker. People had headphones on, people had earphones. They don't have music throughout the course. Yeah. Long story short, I couldn't find Bill because I was like, I'll see you at the finish line. Like, I'm not going to lollygag. I'll just see you there. So I, I you know, walk around like everybody else around me seems to be doing budding groups and I can see how it's fun. We're at the finish line. I'm like, where's Bill? I can't find Bill. I finally go. I pick up my stuff, my phone. I get a text message. Meet me here. I'm like, how did you finish before me? Oh, no, no. It was the first one to get swept. <laughs> and get this, well, though. Well, Not uh, only do they get Gatorade on this nice air-conditioned bus, they get their, like, power box with all their snacks. They also get a finisher medal. So I said, you know what? Hey, at least if something ever happens to mine, I have a backup medal. So that's my Run Disney race story. All right, I'm going to interject here. One, <laughs> I learned very quick that you should train harder before this event. Or train at all. <laughs> Truth. Well, if you're Barney Stinson. At least take a walk around the neighborhood. I mean, come on. Uh, two. Oh, yes, I was the first one swept, so there were a ton of people behind me. I literally was probably... Three seconds from that bus not hitting me crossing the road to block the road and being ahead of it and finishing. They're like, sir, if you don't step aside, we're going to call the cops. Like, stop. And three, 
I got through seven miles before I got swept, which means that's a 70%, which is a passing grade. Boom. True that. That's true. <laughs> I actually finished the race. So and boom. I did finish before her in a way. Uh, Liz, if you're not first, you're last. Just remember that. Ricky Bobby said that. <laughs> anyway, so back to the Wine and Zine Half Marathon. Who wants to take that one over? Anybody know anything about that? I do know that we have a Dreamers Do Travels agent who is currently trading, and she's actually a good runner. Um, we can't keep up with her, and that's Miss Christy Cobley. I could, with a car. <clears throat> yeah, she's pretty quick. She paces something between like a 10 to 11 minute mile or something. I don't even know what that means, but. <laughs> yeah, I could probably beat her from here to my fridge. <laughs> I've made that trek. Guard that fridge. <laughs> so we have never obviously done a uh, marathon at Disney, half marathon at Disney, anything more than walk from food to food at Disney. Um, you get any like special perks or like what, like, why did you want to do the half marathon or the 10 miler bill? What, what made you do that? Did you get, Oh, special? that was because he Good wanted question. to finally have a, a weekend, a romantic weekend away with his wife. That's, that's why he wanted to do it. They do have fun character meet and greets along the way. My thing was I'm not stopping because that, <laughs> to run, you know? it, they don't stop what you're pacing. Like you can't just stop and get a character picture. So I saw these people. I'm like, good for you. I'm just going to keep going. They do have fun character meet and greet. Oh, you have to wait in line? Oh, you have to wait in line. But it's like characters you wouldn't meet normally. Oh, no. Like they have Hercules characters and stuff that you wouldn't normally ever see. Um, and it was all themed towards like Tower of Darkwing Terror Duck. and like the scary stuff. Yeah. I mean, well, he wasn't there, but I'm sure he's at some race. You can see a lot of them. You can see the uh, members from the Adventures Club sometimes at certain events. <gasps> yeah, I know. I'll see that one for that. So. I'd do it for a Kungaloosh. I don't think there's any really like a perk. It is fun to be in the parks after hours. I mean, it either starts, you know, in the middle of the night or early morning before the parks open. And that's the reason you have to pace a certain time is because, um, they ha the, you know, the parks have to open and they do close down some roads and highways. So they have to be able to open those back up in a timely manner. You mean, they, you know, won't hold, you mean they won't hold like opening Magic Kingdom for Bill to finish a race? Nope. <laughs> say, get in the bus. Well, what, Gatorade? Okay. I mean, I can say there's there's nothing romantic about <laughs> 10 miles of anything. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Noah. Where were you, like, five years ago? Thank you. Hey, we got experience. Now, if there was, now that there was, like, food, like, if there was food stops... Like, instead of character meeting, <laughs> if there were just, like, random food, like, you know, trucks or, you know, stands or whatever, free samples, hey, maybe I'd be more motivated. Uh, you know how I, awful this is? I, like, I legitimately finished this race. My time actually wasn't that bad, to be honest, for somebody that hardly trained for it. 14? But do you... <laughs> It wasn't that bad. Anyway, but so they let spectators come into the park. Like you could buy a park ticket um, to be in the Hollywood studios that night. And then some of the rides remained open and some of the food areas. By the time I got done, they'd let the spectators in. And so the lines for the food were so crazy long that Bill's like, oh, let's ride a ride first. So dumb me, who's not a runner, gets on Star Tours with him. I was so sick. I thought I was going to have a heart attack because they say you need to eat within like the first hour of finishing a long distance race 
And I didn't eat until I For got that off long, that. Yeah. I thought I was going to die. I'm like, I'm having a heart attack. I'm going to throw up. I felt fine. <laughs> yeah, both like I had all the Gatorade and all the food. <laughs> like, I'm well rested riding that bike, that bus back to uh, the park. I'm going to walk the next day. That's how sore I was. He's like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, I finished the race. I don't know. <laughs> you did three more miles than me. Gosh. If you were a yeah, if you were a runner, I'd ask you where you did your car blowed up. In other running terminology, that but, but I'm I, not a, that's I mean, all I'm not I a runner, and I car blowed. <laughs> that's, that's a problem. That's just a, <laughs> that's a problem. <laughs> that's just day every day. No, we actually we were staying at Coronado Springs Resort, and we had a nice big meal there before we went big sandwich. Remember, you're like you need your carbs, get some bread. <laughs> yeah, good. You go. It's a bot. Bottom line, uh, Wine and Dine has a half marathon. And if you are uh, into that kind of punishment, you can sign up for that. <laughs> Less guilt to go around then and eat and drink at Wine and Dine. Balance, right? You can also, as an added bonus, the next day in the parks, rent a wheelchair <laughs> and uh, use that to go to uh, the attractions. Through the wheelchair, you're not going to, want to use your arms. ECV, ECV. That's yes. Well, yes. Don't don't me. <laughs> ECV. Did that too. Oh, uh, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna take this opportunity to kind of segue a little bit over to the West Coast um, because they are. I think you'd mentioned that they're doing a deal, de los Muertos stuff for for Disney World. Disneyland is also doing a whole lot of. Uh, Dia de los Muertos stuff um, that I had put in my notes. Uh, they're having a whole cocoa celebration over there. Um, yeah, at Paradise Gardens, they have uh, mariachi music, and, and California Adventure already has mariachi music that comes out in these. Uh, it's a all female mariachi band, and they are phenomenal musicians. Uh, but they're going to be playing the music from Coco. Uh, they have. Um, different uh ofrendas that's going on in cars land they're going to have an ofrenda to dock the hornet hudson which i think is really funny because cars land has a whole bunch of uh cool decorations for the fall that's cool but yeah they have the uh there's the plaza de familia where they do a um there's a whole music of coco uh with dancers uh, singers and everything else that's going on out there that i will i'll take some video and report back to you on awesome I think fall is just the best time of year to be at either park. So I just love the fall decorations. They go up all the little Mickey pumpkin heads on the lamp, all the light posts and everything, all the orange, just a fun time of year. I want to go. Let's go. Let's no? go. Let's go right now. Planting and I'm like, when well, I, I find that money tree, we'll go. One thing that we haven't talked about, and it's actually one, one of the favorite uh, things that my wife and I like to do is to act actually take a trip over to Fort Wilderness and look at all the Halloween decorations that people put up around their campsites. Uh, it's pretty fun. They usually have like lights and little decorations and things like that. And uh, you can't go trick or treating over there. I have a couple people that do that. It's really fun. Cool. Haunted hayrides at Fort Wilderness. I'm just kidding. It's not a haunted hayride. It's just a regular hayride. That is $55, but it's about <laughs> half an hour to 45 minutes. So that's worth it. They have, usually have like giant horse. Like I, the last time we were there, it was a Clydesdale that could totally crush me. 
let alone anybody else that tries to mess with it. So, I guess that's about it with Saul <laughs> at Walt Disney World. We covered Food and Wine Festival, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, Fall Decorations, and we kind of covered the half marathon. So intense of it. <laughs> <laughs> Had to go there. The sad thing is, he still doesn't realize that ten miles is not a marathon or a half marathon. <laughs> I know. I know. No, you got three more to go. Three point one. Thirteen point one is a half. Well, I'm not doing that. <laughs> well, you know, bottom line is that fall you're going to have pretty nice weather, definitely better than the summer uh, down down in Florida and and also on the West Coast. Uh, you're going to have smaller crowds, like Liz was saying. Uh, if you avoid the weekends uh, where the locals go out, yeah, there's usually school in session in the fall, so you're not going to have a whole lot of um, uh, travelers there to compete with for, for wait times and things like that on regular days in the park. Uh, so, And bottom line, you're going to have some really good food, good times. Awesome. Well... It was another wonderful episode. We had some laughs, definitely. Uh, I want to thank everybody for listening in. And guys, thanks for being a part of our podcast tonight. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody. And that's a wrap. We'll talk with you next time. Have a good night. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Thanks for having us. We'll see you real soon. Thank you for listening to the Spark a Dream podcast. Please check out our website at sparkadream.net to hear other episodes and catch up on our blog. Please also check out our sponsor, small business travel agency Dreamers Do Travels, Inc., an authorized Disney vacation planner offering destinations around the globe. A team of travel professionals from all across the U.S. is ready to help you plan your travel adventures, concierge style, at no extra cost to you. Set out for a new tomorrow and we'll see you real soon.